Hello, this is Terry. And this is Coco. And this is Adventures in Organized Chaos. Where we talk about... Local politics. National politics. Some culture. Lots of culture. Some movies. Definitely some movies? Maybe some books. Mmm. We talk about organizing. Absolutely. Let's talk about that movement work. Let's get into it. All right. Damn, Coco, we ain't been together in this room. Oh, my God. Hey, Terry. How you doing? Long time no see. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Hi. It's been quite a break. Yeah, it's been a long journey. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, we've been missed, I think. I've I've had some inquiries about uh, when the next episode drops. Yeah. Like one of seven of our listeners. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe eight. Yeah, one of eight is like. Like, Coco, what is going on with you two? I'm like, um, somebody had a job thing and somebody had to travel and somebody went on vacation and then it was a holiday and uh, and then our schedules were a mess. And uh, well, you know, yeah, it was nonstop. I, I think I was I don't even know, like, if we caught anybody up. I was in in October. I felt like I was in Virginia and in Houston back to back. And mm. I got back from there and then flew out for yeah. a little vacation and and now I'm back. But yeah. you know, a lot is a lot has changed. It's like a whole new world. <laughs> it's a, it's whole, a whole new season. It's a whole new season. Hey, season hey, two. Is this season two? It must be. I, I guess. I like <laughs> the first season was just really long. Yeah, the first season was or, or is it like Black Mirror where it was like only two episodes in one season? <laughs> You know what I mean? That type of situation. Well, last season had a lot more. So if this season only has two, then we can call it that after. Yeah. We're trying to be more organized this season, though. Yeah. Well, you know I don't think I mean? anybody noticed how unorganized we were before. Well, that's because we, even though it was chaotic, because adventures and organized right. chaos, we were still very organized. We were very scheduled. Mm that that which is what what became the problem yeah well because and then you know <laughs> and then the schedules didn't work yeah well you know life changes and we yeah. we like weren't yeah we didn't realize that this was going to be forever according to our <laughs> eight listeners they were like you gotta do this for I the mean, rest of your have life like now 20 episodes or something like that yeah we did a great job i yeah. am very like just kind of looking at the year i am very happy at where we how where we grew from right like yeah. you know what i mean and how we got here in this beautiful studio in holyoke media like yeah really so it's a you know we leveling up yeah i i mean <laughs> apparently there is a a live uh a live uh breakdown of how we feel about the studio oh, yeah. somewhere <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah apparently so, that's up somewhere i haven't seen up? it but oh I, my god i think we might have to link it into this episode yeah, link. that's probably necessary so that people can really see what we look like because that was also like recorded video like you know oh yeah I mean? that's so, true yeah. so people could maybe... they could see how awkward we are on film Ooh. Ooh. yeah that's why we don't do it folks that's why we don't <laughs> record ourselves because because we're very awkward yeah we got we got body language and like all of that just a face made for radio like all of it is just made <laughs> I, have face, I got a face for radio and, a... <laughs> and, and body language included because like you know i wear my heart on my sleeve so uh-huh. like you know what i mean you know where i'm at as soon oh, yeah. as you see me so yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate for me that city council meetings are uh, video recorded because the eye rolls and the and the 
face stuff I do, I'm sure is but we totally need that. unacceptable. We need that. <laughs> we need that as public record. Like, did you see the um? Was it a senator? I don't remember what it was, but the dude that was trying to fight the union organizer a few weeks ago. Did you see oh, that? Oh Lord, no. Yeah, it was in in Ooh. in open session. This dude is like, "Yo, you want to square up? Like, what's up?" And like, oh wow, it was. I needed that. I need that recorded so that like you know. For posterity, whatever That's a reason, lot. you know what I mean? That's a yeah, lot. but you know, if y'all start swinging in council, I need that recorded. I need to have I know, that. No, it, it got pretty rough last night. I mean, yeah, there was some yelling at, from somebody at somebody. And yeah, I mean, I was I, like, wow. I heard things, I heard all kinds of things. It was you bad. know, I'm not. I, I'm not as privy as I once was, it's so I got to get back. It's public information, folks. Boxcast Holyoke. That's you can watch right. all the latest episodes of What Happens When Only Seventeen Percent of the Population of Holyoke Votes. And I'm gonna give you, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little cheat code too. A little cheat code is, is like, you know, I think you can speed those up. You can watch, yeah, them and watch and them on like watch double them time, double time. <laughs> I do so, that. <laughs> so if somebody is like, you know, going off uh, with their weird math or their weird knowledge on whatever that topic may be, you could just, you know. Hit them with the double time and then, you know, kind of move this meeting along. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. On a good day. It is. And speaking of, this is kind of why we started out talking about I'm tired, but I don't remember where I was going with it. (laughs) You were just like, (laughs) well, you're like, huh, you know what? I want to sit down and I just don't want to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's facts. Like, I, (laughs) I don't mind being responsible. But I want to be responsible. But but you don't want any responsibilities? Yeah. (laughs) I don't want any responsibilities. And I also just want to do what I love. You know what I mean? Do whatever I enjoy doing. Not having to sustain, but you could like, if we could just be. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I just want to exist. That's it. I just want to exist and like, like absorb the like vibes and the energy of whatever environment that i'm in yeah yeah i was in some pretty interesting situations in the last couple weeks and i learned a lot about myself and Mm. i realized that like one of the things that i bring to the table that i didn't even really see for myself this is gonna sound real corny folks but like people are like yo you're joyous and you bring a lot of joy to Hmm. the spaces that you go into. And it's something that I never really even seen, but people gravitate towards it. And I'm like, yo, why is so-and-so like, cause you always smiling and you always, you know what I mean? And I'm like, people want to be around that. Right. And I'm like, well, damn, like I cannot just exist in more spaces like that where people just want to be around. Or like that could be your like, that's it. Your collateral for whatever's needed. What you bring into the table, Terry? Happiness. Just happiness (laughs) and some joy. You know what I mean? I trade in happiness. That's it. That's it. And it comes in no other form but in in my actual presence. You know what I mean? Like I'm not Yeah, you can't bottle it up. Yeah, you, you can't yeah, sell it. You right. can't you have can't it. Turn you can't turn this into a pill. Home. Like yeah. none of that. Yeah, it's not going to work for you. You know what I mean? But yeah, I was just kind of like sitting there thinking, I was like, "Damn, I just want to do that." Like I just want to be joyous Terry and not responsible for budgets or reports <laughs> or anything like that. I, feel I you. just want to be. I feel I've definitely um I have a a tendency to do things for no more than two years at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's, it used to be moving all the time, you know, like, and I, I started to notice it when I was younger, like I'd go away for the summer and then I'd be like, well, I don't want to go to the same place in the summer anymore. So then I got a job in the summer and I was like, well, this job is boring. You know, mm-hmm. I kept a job for a couple of years and then I was in school and then a school like higher ed is like okay this is also the same thing every day for four years and i'm like oh i can study abroad for part of this yeah, so then yeah. i go abroad and then you know it's like 
the constant. And and when that was done, then it, then I started moving and living places like. It was usually about a two-year stint. Yeah. And I, I discovered for myself, like, that's how long it takes for me to um, find my tribe, really understand where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like, if you move to a brand new place where you don't know anybody, like, two years is when you're really settled in. Yeah. And that's usually when I'm ready to do something else. It, it was usually <laughs> it was usually seven to ten years for me. That that's I a would lot. Make that, yeah, and that I would make those moves. But I think now I'm realizing that that number probably needs to go down to like two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Otherwise, like, you don't have enough time to do everything. Right, right. <laughs> and, it's, and it's honestly, like I said, it's not that I want to do everything. <laughs> I just want to exist. Right. So like if any, you know, if, if if I'm in spaces that's just taking my energy away, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like lessening my ability just to be who I am. And I got to carve myself up into pieces in order to fit. Yeah. Like, I just want less of that. Right. So, you know what I mean? Yes, like, I want more of the time that, like, Terry can just be Terry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I do know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. So, I feel I you on the two years. I'm going to try to get on that tip. That's good encouragement. Well, now <laughs> I haven't been moving every two years. Mm-hmm. I've been here since uh, 2017 now. Mm-hmm. But you know what has happened? Mm-hmm. City co- city council. So, and that's two years since. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, like, now I've taken on something else that's new. So, I'm, I've chosen not to move around. But now I have this. Th- that was a new gig two years ago, and that's, now it's like I'm pushing into a different thing. And you're leaning into like inadvertently, you're leaning into digging your heels into being a, like just a stronger, firmer citizen of the city of right. Holyoke, rather than seeing it as, oh, I'm gonna just be here for two years. No, I'm gonna be here for two years. Okay, now what can now I? Now I'm do? gonna take on this other. Ch- thing or challenge or you know it's this it's the stimulation really it's like the mental stimulation Mm -hmm. or you know everybody needs something different right i think for me it's that oh this is a new thing and i Mm -hmm. i don't know it i have to figure it out so it's interesting when i'm figuring it out once it's figured out it's not as exciting anymore and then i'm ready for a new project ready for something different yeah Yeah. i and and um, for all of our eight and a half listeners out there, I hope you realize like what we're saying to you is like hang out for two years, get to know the city and then find a way to like, you know, dive a little deeper in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's always some way to volunteer or show up or, you yeah. know what I mean? And you able Find to, your tribe. There you go. You know, there find you your go. tribe. There's all kinds of stuff going on. There's there's like literally anything you want to do. There's probably people here doing it. Mm-hmm. Go find them. Just do it. Go yeah. do it with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> It's, and it's, you know, one of the things you will realize, though, I'll, I'll say is that it's a small world. So mm-hmm. one of the like kind of the cool thing about living in a place like the valley is like everybody does know any everybody. It also can be a downside to that, too. But yeah. You just got to know how to hide. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I do. You know what I mean? You just got to know how to like pop out every now and again <laughs> and then pop back in. That's what I, that's how I get down. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm a. <laughs> I'm straight up. I'm straight up also leaning into like I'm more of a hermit than I gave myself credit for. I love being around people. I love partying. I love all of that. But I also and I also love like your peace. I love being (laughs) quiet and like walking around with just a hoodie on and you know what I mean? And some sweats and just being my monk self Mm -hmm. in the house. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm an only child, so I can entertain myself with lucky no (laughs) (laughs) nothing like a lego set to get you going you know what i mean nothing (laughs) nothing like being handed a lighter and a pack of cigarettes just to like keep you entertained (laughs) here have fun have at it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. but it's, yeah, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, that like, hit home. <laughs> uh, 
nothing against you, mama. I know things happen. You know what I mean? You're a young parent. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's gonna laugh when she hears that. Right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of moms. Right. Speaking of moms. Uh, Coco mom down a little bit and we were like yo maybe we should have some topics so we got some topics today oh, yeah. right yeah we do we have some topics you ready yeah okay one of them is should public transportation be free Ooh, you're getting sp- wow, spicy wow. first thing right yeah I mean we back <laughs> we back <laughs> we back <laughs> for two episodes right <laughs> <laughs> Season two is two. Season, season three is three episodes. Season three is just gonna be three episodes and a nasty cliffhanger, and we you just don't know when we're gonna come back to like resolve it. So it's gonna be great. Oh, okay. Oh, so that was one topic, right? Okay. okay. Public transportation should it be free? Yeah. Okay. Um, living off the land as reciprocity. Mm, I like this one. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I'm curious. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And oh, it's the holidays. Yeah. We were talking about uh sharing our favorite holiday playlists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put together a nice keep Spotify. It, keep it nice and goofy. Yeah. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love I, you know, low key, I love Christmas music. It's something I... <laughs> that I gotta like I I confess. I confessed earlier this year that I'm also a dancer. I love to dance. Something I never said to myself in the thirty seven years of I existence. I knew you knew and liked to dance as soon as we hit the dance floor in Atlanta. <laughs> but I was I... like, Oh, ter- I had no idea, Terry. <laughs> I did not know this about you. Have fun, and then right. I, then we didn't see you all night. Right. I was gone. Just like this all, all night. Right. I and literally there we, there didn't stop. It was like a like a little cartoon going by. It's like, oh, there's Terry over there. All right, now he's over there. Okay. Yeah, that's something. I, another thing that I've learned a lot about myself this year. Good. Okay? Learned a lot about myself. Excellent. Yeah, but one of the things that I learned a few years ago was that I love. Christmas Christmas music and the cheesier the better. So I can't wait to get into some of my favorite selections. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow. Sweet. So all right, we'll get um we'll get right back to this after a brief break. Grab some water um and hug your children. Be right back. (laughs) Hey Coco. Hey what? I got beef with somebody. Me? Uh, Not you, (laughs) but I got beef with somebody. Do you know a place where I could go to maybe like work Mm. it out? I'm thinking maybe Palante. Alicia, can I come over and squash some beef? Absolutely, yes. I would love to host that circle for you at 208 Race Street. Um, you can find us in Suite 204 until we move into our house at 220 Linden Street. Oh, man. I'm so excited. I'll be able to squash this beef. Y'all heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thank Thank you you. so much. Awesome afternoon. <laughs> this has been fun. Take care, and I hope you have a good rest of the week. Thank mm-hmm. you as well. Yeah. Always stay woke, y'all. Yay, stay woke. Peace. Bye. Yo. Hey. You hydrated? To, uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> just check it. <laughs> just check it. I ain't bring no water, so I'm just judging. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. There's yeah. a fountain in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Filtered. There's a bottle thing and everything. Right. Oh my goodness. All right. Yeah, sure. You know Holyoke Media is like top notch. Yeah, of course facility. it's a brand new facility. Yeah. Like, they got all the stuff, I mean? all the doodads. <laughs> no, but I need bottle service. You know what I mean? I'm not your average guest. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being. I'm just existing. <laughs> I'm just Please. existing. You must bring me the water. Right. You must bring the me water. The water must arrive. Right. You must oh. <laughs> appear. Like. 
What do I bending over, pressing a button, getting <laughs> water much, out the wall? Too That's much. crazy. That's crazy. Is that even cold? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, uh. so, so first topic, <clears throat> should public transportation be free? I mean, that's a heavy question, right? There's yeah. a lot of people that argue about it. I don't know what the I don't know what all these arguments against everything are for anymore. I'm getting to the point where I I just can't even I don't have the patience for all the arguments against good things. Mm-hmm. You know, like cuz they're always I mean, I understand the financial argument cuz everything has to be paid for. Mm-hmm. But it te- it seems like every argument against everything is in support of the financial argument against something good yeah you know um this came up because i was listening to a podcast of course and um the mayor of boston uh, michelle Wu, Mm. uh she was on talking about how you know she would like to see public transportation in boston be free because Mm. um they've done some studies and that even um with reduced fares the communities that were taking advantage of reduced fares had like had like um, a much higher rate of, you know, um, being able to keep their jobs, get jobs mm-hmm. um, and get around to like appointments and such. You know, mm-hmm. um, she was saying that in even when surveying people, they found that, you know, people were more likely to take public public transportation for more than just to work and home when it was reduced. They mm-hmm. would take it to run a quick errand. They would take it for leisure to go to a game or to, you know, I don't know, to a show. Um, So just the statistics alone show that if people can get places, they can work. Right, right. It's great. (laughs) It it blew my mind. It's good for economic development. Like, (laughs) wow. Live in different areas. They can move from place to place. They can actually... They don't have to work remotely. No, they don't have to. And but I mean, you can do that if you want. But mm-hmm. like this, you know, it was it. It has nothing to do with the remote work thing, mm-hmm. and more to do with like, you know, when you live in a community where things are spread apart, and you need a vehicle to get there. If if there is public transportation, public transportation that people are taking advantage of because they, the parking is junk downtown, or right. you know, like who? I mean, honestly, who wants to drive into Boston for anything? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You right? know, I just had a conversation with someone the other day. I was like, hey, you know, you should come and hang out in Boston sometime. I was like, yeah, but I would have to drive there and I don't want to. Like, yeah. I don't want to drive there. I don't want to drive to somebody's house in a suburb and park there and then Uber around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to do all that. Yeah. I just want to, like, go from Holyoke train station to Boston. And be like, hey, I'm here. Let's hang out. And then when I'm done, I want to get on the train and take my butt home. And the other thing is, is I also want to bring my bike with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and be able to ride my bike around the city yeah. and do it that way. It should be totally normal. It should be, that well, in a lot of other countries and, countries and spaces, normal. it's normalized. And there's some other spaces, cities in, in this too. in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, well, you can put normal. your bus on the front, of, uh, your bike on the front of the buses in, in the five college area here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um we're thinking of like, I'm thinking like to, from Washington to, uh, from Seattle to Portland. Mm-hmm. Like there's an Amtrak that runs pretty regularly every single day and it'll get you in, you know, depending on time, it'll get you in for like lunch or for dinner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, you can bring your bike with you and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like normal. This is how people bounce around across the state, you know, across yeah. two different states. So it's like um, 
Yeah, if only we had that here. <laughs> like, if only we had any connections here to anywhere. I mean, we well, do have the the northeast, you know, regional rail, but mm-hmm. it's these are not commuter tools. Yeah, you know, and I think when we look at when we look at transportation, especially public transportation, it's all the the cost is 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 so high that it's not like you're. The cost is high, and and the regularity of the transportation is not mm. um, conducive to actually using it for anything you need. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, I can't commute here from here to New York and back for work regularly without it being like a huge pain in the butt. Right, and and I would say that's or from that, here to Boston. This is our state. Boston is right here. Right, right. <laughs> I, I will say that that's part of the reason why there's such an argument, right, about right. about public transportation is because it seems like people are getting something for free and and yes people are still paying a fare but when i was looking at you know how public transportation systems are funded yeah. the riders fares are like the last number calculated yeah. and it don't even really matter it might buy like a can of brake fluid you know what yeah, i mean it's like not, it's, it's not, not the bulk right, of the budget right right it's mostly subsidized by the by the federal, federal and state, state government, government right. anyway so right. so a lot i mean which is why, like, a lot of folks are just like, yeah, just make it free. Taxpayers' dollars are already supporting right. it and funding it anyway. And why and we are have we the asking? fair share now. So Right. right. So, yeah. And, th- and there are other revenue streams, other ways for these transportation systems to be funded rather than asking. It was interesting when they ran the test in, Bo- in, in Boston. You know, they ran this test and it was so short-sighted. Because they only made a few routes free, right, right, and it was like, well, and it's they not get all saving. their data from those routes, right? And but it was like, <laughs> but it was like these riders are getting transfers and having to get on other buses and other yeah. trains or whatever that still costs. So they're not like saving any money, right? You know what I mean? If we just make they got this like one portion of their right, route was free, right, and right, then they still right. had to pay the regular, they price have to pay the, the regular price yeah. for the rest of it. So <laughs> they're still buying passes and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because of that, so. Yeah, it, it, you make the whole system free. You yeah. know what I mean? And 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 again, to your point, it's great for economic development. It allows for you know community members to to get around the city in ways that they wouldn't have been able to, um, and have access to parts of the city that if they don't have a car that, or you know have funds for rideshare or whatever the case would be, like they can still yeah. kind of get around. And so. like and and I think this is also um, speaks a lot to. Um, people re-entering society Mm -hmm. you know like uh izzy rivera talks a lot about the experience of you know people coming out of jail and coming back into society and Mm -hmm. he couples it up with people coming from anywhere Mm -hmm. you know you might be coming out of a hospital or coming out of a program you're being reintroduced to society most times or oftentimes people don't have a car they don't have transportation they barely live somewhere you Mm -hmm. know and then on top of it they have to access services or they might they might be forced or or they might have um what do you call it? They might have to access services in another town, right. you know, as a as a part of their release. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I have to go to whatever program in Springfield twice a week, but I live in Holyoke and the Springfield is the only program. Sure. You and me have vehicles. Right. We say, oh, I got to run to Springfield real quick, real quick. No big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have a car and now you're dependent on public transportation and you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we find this whole new lump of issues that could be like alleviated for so many people. Right. Because like, if I could just hop on the bus in Holyoke, not worry about how much it costs, 
you know, never mind how long it takes because it's going to take me to 18 roundabout ways to get there. Right. You know, right. depending on where I'm going. But at least if it was free, it would be one less thing for people to worry about, mm-hmm. especially if it's stuff they have to do um, as a part of their just, reentry. Just, or, or just, yeah, just in their existence, yeah. right? Or what if and, you want to get a job in, I don't know, Palmer mm-hmm. and, you know, it's the perfect job for you, but, you know, you just don't have a car right now. Right. You've been living somewhere where you didn't need it. Maybe you've been a student you're just getting out of school you can't afford it yet right i know when i moved here i didn't drive you know what i mean when i first moved here and that's because i lived in pittsburgh that had amazing public transportation and a great like a great cycling community bike community and you know pretty much you you didn't need a car living Mm -hmm. in pittsburgh you could get around i mean it was nice to have it if you wanted to go out to the suburbs but even if you wanted to go to philly for example you could just jump on the train Mm -hmm. and you know go to philly that way and yes it was four hours but it was four hours you could spend watching videos or sleeping or drinking whatever it felt like (laughs) you were doing you wanted to do on the train um and so yeah moving here it would have been nice to have access i love the bus i love public transportation it would have been nice to like have a little bit better access to it and be able to move around i think that also brings up Another point for the folks that are talking about the future of transportation, even and thinking about more micro transit mm. that are that's more like ride sharing, but it's still public transportation. So being able to like hail a ride to get you to point A to point B. So that could be a van that could be like a car or whatever the case may be that comes, picks you up like on the corner and takes you to wherever you need to go. And those again, I think I mentioned it on here, but those types of like micro transit systems are around mostly for you know seniors and for the disabled but it would you know it would would also be nice to have that just kind of as a regular part of our busing system of our public transportation system because sometimes you do need that ride to palmer yeah like how many people are 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 needing like a ride directly to to palmer you know what i mean like um and so like having that scheduled and set up for yourself would be nice or or even Worcester some some of us might have doctor's appointments and stuff yeah. like that that are in Worcester other business doings in Worcester that's just the center part of the state um and maybe a meeting between people who are from Boston meeting from with folks from Western Mass yeah central spot is is going to Worcester so well, even having that type of route would be nice well like the Northeast Rail has been a a, a dream for a while and we'd all like to see it happen um but uh, that reminds me that the PVTA is free through December 31st. Mm-hmm. So, Shout out to the PVTA. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they, they do make it happen once a year for the holidays, and I think that's a really nice service. Um, I don't know how many people actually know about it and take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the people who ride it regularly are very happy that it's a service during that time. Yeah. Um, but we actually, a, a bunch of us went and took it and went to breakfast um, last year when it was free just to, like, you know, to use the public to, transportation to, yeah, to, to ride, and yeah. see like how long it takes, how convenient it is and stuff. So um, it can be done yeah. and it should. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just just increasing the kind of accessibility mm-hmm. and the like a little bit more of an express route situation would help. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. But. It's also like really good for people if you're just hanging out like. 
you know, how many times are you with people and you go out to eat or something and you really need a designated driver, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes so much more sense to all hop on a bus, go somewhere and then Uber home. You yeah. know, you're, you're saving either way a and it's, and it's a way, lot yeah. better for you as a human. Yeah, and everybody can party. <laughs> uh, Terry's always the DD, like always the DD. <laughs> and I actually had a conversation about this early, uh, last week. You were like, some... I'm sick of this job. Well, <laughs> it was just, you know, I was like, oh, I love it. And then there was... You know, a friend was like, yo, you need to like, I, I want to see you apart and involved in like, it's cool that you're the sober one. Right. But, but you, we want to watch you, part, you right? <laughs> have some festivities. Yes, right. That's what it is. <laughs> we want you to take part but, in the festivities. Right. I'm always like, mm, I'm cool. I'll drive you guys. Well, you around. also live mm-hmm. a little farther now. So it's, it's, a, it's more important. Yeah. I got to be responsible. Yeah. You like, know what I, I, mean? I mean, I can just leave my car in town and like get a ride home or walk mm-hmm, home, mm-hmm. you know, wherever I am in Holyoke. It's not but Terry. Yeah. Here, there's no walking to your house. Uh, no, <laughs> you can't walk to my curb. No. I dare you to try. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Right? <laughs> you might be camping out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> you know what? This seems like a great place to stop and have dinner. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just get your tent. Wait till it gets light yeah, out right, again right. and start over. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but yeah, I yeah. thought I thought that was, um, I think it's a great initiative. I, I'm definitely going to follow because I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, I think those announcements were like in April, so yeah. I'm not sure how much has happened in, since. But I also, um, in Kansas City has a model where they're working towards a free public transit system because the argument, the financial argument for it was that less than 10% of their um, rider fares were being used to actually support the entire system. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were looking at this, you know, there was an argument against making it free because, um, of course, people were like, well, then every homeless person is going to just ride the public transportation all day. Yeah. and. You know, and anybody who just has nothing better to do and kids from school and all this stuff. And um, the solution to that argument was basically, well, we could, you know, we want to meet people where they're at. And so um, having like social workers on the buses and in certain routes that are known to have like, you know, various populations living in different parts of the city. I I thought it was a really good idea. Yeah, I dig that a lot. And again, it goes back into meeting people where they're at and like. You know, it, it, yeah, putting yourself in the mix. I think, right, uh, as as and getting as close as possible. I think is so important. Well, and I think that argument brings a brings the humanity back. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gotten we've gotten to a place where the human life is has so little value that mm-hmm. we we put people in categories as you know worth or not worthwhile of attention or. Uh, care yeah and yeah. it's it's an unfortunate place to be in you know in general as the human race yeah we we're, we can be pretty shitty we can be pretty yes. shitty you to think? one another I, yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean you know yeah, on another note i will shout out my auntie she'd be mad if i didn't mention this <laughs> like, but she works in the grants office at for dot and does okay. a lot fo- focusing on public transportation nice. and so yeah it's like she's always interested in in like big fan of free fares and those types of things but i think also something else that i saw more recently in in houston and thinking about public transportation we just got to make sure that we keep community members at the center of it right so often transportation public transportation kind of gets tied into this um this uh, 
this idea, this beautification work, <laughs> this. Um, I think that's definitely the case in Houston with the uh, the Main Street. Yeah, and, and this yeah. this whole community development stuff, and then there's a way. It's also like a way. It's like it connects a certain portion of the city, but the rest of the the people who really need the public transportation are the ones getting are the left ones out. left out. But the people right. flying in to party all weekend are getting around on the trolley. No problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Can get you. around, and then there's you know there's also I, I see Houston trying to push for the bus rapid transit system which mm-hmm. is super dope that's what pittsburgh had is essentially a bus rapid transit system which was a dedicated lane and highway mm-hmm. and elevated highway for the buses to just be able to get around the, yeah. the city super fast but and I, houston definitely has that for the like the commuter buses coming in from because there's a lot of suburbs houston is huge massive yeah massive so when you like i lived um i lived in the woodlands and i also live closer on on like 610 on like one of the the outer loops mm-hmm. and um and there was a lot of parking rides and mm-hmm. you you know you go there it was free parking all day so that's nice you pull up you get on the bus and the bus has the express lane takes you right into town takes you, you right know in the town yeah. and th- those are really those are really great for those larger cities yeah. sprawl more sprawling cities um to be a get a, be able to get around but i watching that and kind of witnessing that and touring that with folks from Holyoke was also really great because we started thinking about how can we get yeah. people moving around the city a lot easier um, than than what's available to them right now. Like right. even even walking the city is, I'll, I'll do it. And I've walked from like War 3 all the way down into the flats and kind of made my way around. Yeah. And, and it's not that hard of a walk for me, you know yeah. what I mean? But for some other folks that might be... A, might be difficult climbing up and down that hill like that well it's not just that i mean infrastructure wise you know we have a lot of issues with our 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 sidewalks and such i mean if you're in a wheelchair you know you see a lot of people in like the electric wheelchairs in holyoke riding in the street right they're not riding in the street because they think it's fun right they're riding in the street because the sidewalk's so jacked up they can't really use it the whole way yo the whole and then you see it even where the sidewalk's really nice people have gotten so even where it's been redone People have gotten so used to just staying on the street. Right. They don't even bother. They don't even bother. Yeah. And it happens a lot even in the wintertime, too, yeah. just for regular pedestrians, for those sidewalks that don't get shoveled and salted or whatever mm-hmm. the case be, and they're just sheets of ice and people not maintaining them. But it was, you know, it was interesting. It's interesting you mentioned, like, folks in wheelchairs and stuff like that. There's a whole lot of ADA violations all throughout the city oh, of yeah. Houston. Because, like, there's how projects are built who governs and maintains certain sidewalks and certain street corners is all up in the air there's a whole bunch of different people that are kind of in the mix here not just your city councilors and your planners there's other people and other groups and entities well and and like texas think everything's privatized right you're dealing with a whole different type of monster everywhere you go so yeah you might be on one street that's like oh this is really accessible and you know, yeah. super wide or whatever, and then you get onto another street. There's actually a telephone pole like in the center <laughs> of the sidewalk. Right. And you're like, oh, you're like, okay. this, isn't, this isn't such a good <laughs> this idea. Isn't, this isn't good, guys. Yeah. This isn't good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, good job. But um, I guess to answer your question, yes, I mean, yes, emphatically, yes, public yeah. transportation should be free. I mean, we're already paying into that system we're anyway. We're for everything already. And, and I so, think, I yeah. think the the quicker we can get to the narrative of everything's got to be paid for and it's getting paid for um the sooner we can wrap our minds around the reality of societies that work better for the humans who live there right right and it's not and it's not like 
we're doing these things to support just a specific group of people. Like everybody can use, regardless of your income or regardless if you have a vehicle or not, everybody has access to public transportation, can use it how they see fit. So I'm here for it. I'm, I, I would love to see um, more of the more of that type of work happening here in the city of Holyoke, but we'll keep watching Boston to see how they get jiggy with it. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we can learn some things. And as usual, you know, Massachusetts is doing really cool stuff. Yeah. So I like as, it. As usual. All right. So we're going to take a break and think about some of those other cool things that the state hmm. is doing. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> so Terry. Yes, Coco. Um, do you know where people can submit their events since it's the 150th year of Holyoke's existence and everybody wants to go to every event? Oh my gosh, where can they submit their events? Okay, well, exploreholyoke.com is a new site about all things Holyoke and they would love it if you're having an event that you send them the info so they can add it to their calendar and post your event and your space and all that goody stuff. That's great. Can you do that? In the microphone. <laughs> uh, I thought my volumes were okay. Damn. We back. Hey, Mary. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about next? Living off the land and reciprocity? Yes. Oh. Take it away, Terry. <laughs> I'm very curious. I don't understand this. Uh, like, what part? I mean, reciprocity is essentially like giving and doing things mm -hmm. and knowing that there will be a return there of some sort mm -hmm. and but also knowing that and also knowing you might not be the recipient oh this came of out of return. a discussion about people living on land and cooking for the whole yeah village or yeah. neighborhood and just you know giving yeah. what they giving what they can full time yeah, I was recently uh, out of town. I went to the DR. No. Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> so I'm on, right? So special. <laughs> no, and one of the things that I enjoyed was like eating these meals that were like so full of just fresh food, like fresh fruits, vegetables, meats, all of that stuff that came directly from the farm. And the lady that was cooking for us and for me was. Uh, also took care of like community members mm -hmm. and like had community members just kind of coming in and out eating meals throughout the day and yeah it was just really sweet and so then like I don't know how we ended up getting on that just thinking about how cool it was that they lived off the land like that but I think also just thinking of um, just thinking of the action of reciprocity and how she's giving she's giving without expecting anything in return. And I think the land and the earth is kind of giving to her too. And she's not really, and no one's expecting a return here, but there's this like loving relationship, symbiotic relationship that's happening. And yeah, I, I don't know. Um, as I was kind of looking up some more like specifics about it, there's like a lot of like REI has a whole reciprocity <laughs> Land REI is an interesting company anyway. Yeah. yeah, they always want the, they got the natural, like, um, uh, they got the whole, like, love of the earth, hugging trees vibe going on for themselves. So, mm. And aren't they, like, a co-op? Yeah, they are a co-op. I, I don't, I don't know. Is each individual one separate? Because um, I, I I was fascinated by like I I don't know where I live but they had REI and I just 
I fell in love with it because I loved the whole model of how they were doing business and, you know. No, everybody's a member. You become yeah. a member there. And and I think each one is uh, all of a part of the larger, like, REI corporation or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. I don't think that they're, like, individually franchised, depending okay. on where they are. Um, but, yeah, I think there's, like, you know, a way. it's a way for them to... They also can make equipment and outdoor gear and all that kind of stuff super mm-hmm. cheap and nice spot to buy you stuff too. Like I remember always going to the REI garage sales um, and mm-hmm. like most of the stuff that's returned or lightly used or whatever the case may be, like they'll sell super cheap. So it was always nice to get. Nice. That's when you get your snow pants and your, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And all that kind of stuff that like might be like $200 a pair yeah. and get them for 50 bucks, that kind of situation. Nice. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, they have a whole, because of their whole tree hugging thing, they have a whole campaign focused on like land and reciprocity and how kind of just their corporate way of like addressing stewardship and taking care of the land because it takes care of you. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of gets me to thinking the very like first idea of land and reciprocity, reciprocity in that intersect is like there, there's a... Why can't I remember his name now? There's a there was a speaker at this like massive indigenous gathering back in like the eighties. Um and he his whole speech was called We Are Power. Mm-hmm. And it was really he was really trying to get the crowd and maybe future generations like myself who read that speech, um, to think about like how the land gives us energy and gives us power and serves us. And so kind of in return, our role is to steward that land and take care of it and, mm-hmm. you know, fight the bad actors who are polluting it and robbing yeah, it. Yeah, we've been know. doing a really good job at that. We're doing, we're doing great, guys. We're doing awesome. We're doing awesome. But kind of going back to that earlier scene, like being out of the country and seeing how folks, this is just how people live, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And there was like, you know, it it wasn't this whole corporate campaign or anything like that. It was just like, yeah, we just existing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, grow to the grocery store. Where is the grocery Food <laughs> desert. What are you talking about? Food <laughs> desert. Like, you know There's what I mean? There's like a like, mango tree right, <laughs> right here. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. That kind of situation. You know what I mean? It was like, mm, Are you hungry? Right. Are you hungry? Do you want this avocado that I just picked right here, right now? You yeah. know what I mean? Do you want this? Like, you know <laughs> you what I mean? Like, here no you go. No need to starve to death. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know why you tripping, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was kind of the environment that I was in. Like, I was eating so much fruit. Like, it was just nice. like people were just picking fruit and then just being like, yo, you should try this one. Or no, you should try that one. And you should try. I was just like, damn. Like, yeah, this we is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, right. we trip it. We trip it. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, yeah, just thinking about that and how, how the land is just constantly giving to us and feeding us and providing us with energy and mm-hmm. giving us power and, yeah, and there are some cultures, some people here even on in the states that yeah. recognize that. Some here in Holyoke, yeah. Guy O'Donnell could talk about this yeah. like so for much hours. for hours, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? With his permaculture for yeah, us, you know what true. I mean? About mm-hmm. how the land is giving to him, and he returns. And so, yeah, this is like this economy that kind of gets built up. Well, I also um, I listened to something recently about you know our wastewater treatment in Holyoke and how horrible we are with that our, we have a horrible system and mm-hmm. we are dumping wastewater into the connecticut river which is why uh the cities south of us get a lot of our pollute you know our pollutants and and sewage 
like mm-hmm. raw sewage. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's the argument that was being made is like, well, you know, this river is our river. And these these towns popped up around this river because there's a river here, you know, like it was a means of transportation. It was a, a, a food source. It was a water source. You know, mm-hmm. it's a running freshwater body. Mm-hmm. And um, all the, you know, so many communities were attracted to live along these water bodies for a reason. Mm -hmm. And as, as you know, we, as we colonize these, you know, this country, basically we, we use up the the resources for financial benefit, you know, and now we're at a time where um, the buck has to stop here. There's, there's no room left to continue to waste. There's no, we have to do better. We have to make a change because we are using up our resources to the point where you won't be able to swim in the Connecticut. Right. You won't be able to fish there, you know? So um, I thought it was an interesting, it was interesting to hear. It's interesting to he- listen to the arguments that don't talk as much about the financials, but talk more about like, it doesn't matter how much it costs because if we don't have that, we will die. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't matter, right. you know, it doesn't matter how much money you're producing from this, this, this resource because, um, we're killing ourselves. So right. we won't be here with any money to use anything. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you accumulate. You won't be alive. Right. <laughs> and the wealthy, the wealthy 1% has this like very naive notion that they're going to be okay. You yeah. know what I mean? That they're going to be Living in a bubble right. somewhere? Like, you know is that I mean? a way to live? In their doomsday shelter <laughs> or wherever. You yeah. know what I mean? That they've on their yacht. You know what I mean? Their Noah's yacht or whatever <laughs> that they chose. Whatever thing they've right, decided to create. To, to create to try to keep themselves safe. And the reality is, is like, again, they're so short sighted, not realizing that they need all of us, this whole entire community of people to survive, even for them to survive. Right. Right. Like you're not in this thing by yourself. And so like a a lot of them, again, are just doing this and continuing to rob our 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 earth and steal from our earth and steal from each other and each other. Right. (laughs) And 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 this with this naive notion that they're going to be all right, that they're yeah. going to be okay. You know what I mean? And Are like, we getting too crunchy here? No, I mean, <laughs> I, I I, don't think we've necessarily, I mean, we've talked about when we had Fina on here talking climate. That's true. We've talked about I it. I do but miss the weather reports. I do miss the weather reports. Maybe she can call in the weather reports. You know what I mean? We've got to figure that out. Because yeah. those were good. Those were good. And Miles. Yeah, Milo. Oh, Milo, yeah. yeah. That oh, was a great weather yeah, report. His were fun, too. His were <laughs> Maybe we can get interchangeable weather reports from well, them. We'll have to figure that out. You <laughs> know those I mean? were great. Yeah, yeah, they were good. Oh, man. We, <laughs> see, we went through a lot. We've been through a lot. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I just, I mean, like, I keep thinking... Yeah, I think keep thinking that we do need to have the climate justice conversation mm. and just continue it. Also, because it can sometimes be so granola and crunchy. Yeah. And again, these were this was a culture of this was a community of color who's living off the land. Right. Who's grow, like, I, I wonder what a conversation about climate change is with them. They made an interesting comment. I imagine people are there and. Sorry to interrupt, but I imagine there are entire populations who f- feel affected, mm-hmm. although they don't contribute as you know as much. Yeah, and it's because they're, they're kind of just having to like they have to deal with deal with the what status quo, doing. whatever that yeah. is. Yeah, and yeah, there were there was an interesting conversation about how they can't grow sweet oranges anymore um, because of this airport that had got developed in the last like fifteen years near their farm, and so it, whatever was 
coming from the airplanes, whatever emissions from that whole process of building killed the airport, all the oranges, killed off all the sweet oranges. So you still have like sour oranges, but didn't have any of the sweet ones. And just weird. They, we, well, I guess enough, it's not it that weird. Grow. I mean, when you introduce a new a new uh, substance to an Thanks environment. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was that was very interesting to think about. Like, <laughs> I'm still cocoa. Um, what else? <laughs> what other like crops? <laughs> what other plants aren't growing the same? Time. Did you Bye. have to switch varieties? Yeah. You know what I mean. And now just imagine, weather. just imagine that was like a smaller place with one airport in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Now imagine what's going on everywhere else on like, a global scale, you know? right? Or even like. Look at our look at the valley. You know, we got we've got Hartford. We've got uh, for airports. We've mm-hmm. got uh, military airports all around us. Westfield, Westover. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a baby airport in Northampton, which mm-hmm. probably doesn't do as much, but it's still it's, it's still an airport. It's still, it's still yeah. concrete on a space. You know, um, what else do we have going on? You know, all the concrete we put down that gets rid of any grassy areas. Mm-hmm. You know, it and creates these heat islands and mm-hmm. these spaces where heat is now trapped and the the temperature is increasing. Right. Now so. there's no roots in the ground, right. so it's not it's not um, helping with flooding. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, there's a lot of different consequences. Again, I'm not a scientist, so I don't mm-hmm. really know. You know what I mean? What, Some of this isn't even you? science, though. Some of this is just like common sense yeah, like, some of it if we get rid feels... of all the trees the ground will just like turn into mud when it rains Yay. like i mean this is great duh. i mean kind of going back to houston like you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean you kill off all of the marshland and then you and wonder why it just floods everywhere <laughs> all over the city it's also you know like I mean? a, a big bowl yeah. yeah yeah which they didn't talk about very much about oh, how the I'm city sure. was shaped as a bowl but like yeah they were definitely <laughs> that has nothing to do with nothing it. to do with it yeah <laughs> nothing to do with it I was, yeah they they're their climate resiliency down there is funded by Chevron, basic. Uh, <laughs> it, it is. Like, their whole climate resiliency plan is all paid for by Chevron. Well, isn't there, like, a climate <laughs> justice conference right now in, like, the Middle East that's headed up by, like, some oil magnate? Mm-hmm. Like, Something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, like, he's, like, the main person funding it. Like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Seize, it's like a bunch of like oil lobbyists are mm-hmm. there. Talking <laughs> about climate change ain't real and all this other kind of stuff. And like we're at baby the drill. climate conference yeah. here with Chevron CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will be drilling more. We will be drilling more <laughs> and topping off all of your mountains for and fracking everything. Yeah. You don't need any water. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't need clean air, or clean water. You don't need to breathe or drink. We need it. You don't need you it. You don't need it. We'll keep enough for ourselves. We'll can it and we'll, we'll be can good. The water right. we'll and can the air. And the air. And we'll be Gucci. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, what a world. That's where we at. Great. That's I feel okay. so good. Thanks, Terry. I'm yeah, like you know, really I mean it's really doing it for me right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean it's sad. I mean, it really is it really is hard. And like I just keep thinking about like one of the things that I wasn't able to do. I, I just couldn't bring myself to eat any seafood because mm-hmm. it freaks me out because I'm just like, like, I'm just I just keep thinking about all the stuff that we did and have done to the water. So I'm like, yeah, the seafood, like, is it still good? for? I'm, it's just as good as the beef, I imagine. I mean, look at what we've done to the air and the grass, you know, you it's know, all chemical at this point. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Sorry. You're, you're right. Sorry. I'm going, I'm going to start growing my own. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's not as hard as people make it seem right it's just i mean i do already do that but i'm thinking like i might need a ranch you know what i mean you can do it like with some cows and some chickens I mean, you start small you know start small start with like the chickens in the mm-hmm. garden you mm-hmm. know couple goats or whatever yeah just 
Do start it up. making goat milk soap and, you know, start can, making my own clothes and. Yeah, it just can happen. Let it's my not... hair grow longer and longer, and, <laughs> and just be, and just exist. And then I'm the, <laughs> and now I'm the guy in the woods. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 not it's too not far, not off. far off. <laughs> it's not too far <laughs> off, actually. And, and I don't think it's as difficult as people make it seem. You know, like no. it it doesn't have to be like. I don't know. I it mean, doesn't have to be Instagram curated. I think a yeah. lot of people see <laughs> it you. on like the TikTok and the face spaces and all of that. And they're just <laughs> like, oh, this looks really cool. And it's like they you, they shot it with an iPhone 6. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why it looks cool. You know what I mean? But you get down there to brass tacks. Like it's some real work behind, mm -hmm. you know, creating those types of spaces for yourself. And it's a culture change. You know what I mean? And, well, it's a full time commitment. Yeah, for sure. it's not it's not a regular nine to five something that you can quit at the end of the day you're gonna have to be working at this for a while and you know before you even see fruits of your labor sometimes you know what i mean and mm. so i think well you might not be able to to shut yourself off from the world until you've figured it all out right until you, un, until <laughs> you, can, you it can be a transition well you just gonna have a little to, bit at a time that's right you're just gonna have to commit to living in a tent for six for the first six months <laughs> And then do that. You know what I mean? Like just I don't know. Like yeah. Set campfires and live maybe tiny home? You yeah. can just bring a like tiny home. I mean, I've had visions of doing the like camper and just yeah. like do the little small Set up. camper and just leave that there. But like if you want the real experience <laughs> What what's more real than any experience? Camping experience out is like real. camping out and like being there with Mother Nature and Brother Wolf and Bear, you know what I mean? And like letting them I'm still human. I do need some protection <laughs> from like the elements and yeah. the animals. Yeah, so you're just gonna bring this giant fiberglass camper into the it middle of the It doesn't have to be fiberglass camper. <laughs> you could build a tiny home and bring it out there. Yeah, you could. You could. You could build I mean, but again, just give yourself you some time. You can build tunnel. a log cabin, too. I mean, you don't have to, like, it doesn't have to be this tiny, weird, like, living off out of the middle of nowhere and don't have any luxuries. Like, you can make something really nice for yourself you can. over time, you, can. you know? You can. You can. <laughs> and I also think that you need a little bit of, like, reality check. You need some grounding. I don't need that. I don't I need that. Need, no. I think you need some grounding. I need, like, a ranger side by side. <laughs> and, like, it could be electric. We can, like, get, yeah. get some solar panels. Okay. You talking about glamping? Hell yeah. Okay. That's what, I just want to be <laughs> I clear. can live off the land as long right. as I have like hot water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we could boil you some water, Coco. Yeah, like that's no big deal. <laughs> I, I have needs. I have right. needs. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> just like commit yourself to taking a bird bath Wait, for the first time. How did we get here? Months. We were living off the land in reciprocity. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So who are we who are we uh helping out with so so if you like there's a lot of people talk about, you know, getting a piece of land, moving there, having like compound sort of situation, um, whether it's just living off the land or just sharing resources as mm -hmm. a community together, which doesn't necessarily mean you're cutting yourself off from society. But the idea is like living together, sharing some resources, you know, having family around all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I look at it more that way. I mean, those who want to garden can garden. Those who want to raise whatever can do that. But for me, the 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 community I, I think can have a really can feel different and be more tight knit, you know, without yeah. being a sect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this, how do you, how do you keep from becoming like a, a cult? Sect? <laughs> yeah, like how do you stop? 
Like, and I was I was just talking to somebody about that it's not like, too long I wanna ago. I want to live on this compound, but I don't want you to tell me what I have to think. It's like it's like you almost got to make the rules that if you're going to do psychedelics, you do them off the compound. And if you're going to be sleeping with each other, you got to, again, do that off the compound. Like, you can't mix those things. Because the moment you bring in psychedelics and sex to this, like, little community. How did... I feel like this just went get weird. in a, that direction really fast. You brought it there. I brought it there. Yeah. Like, you wanted to prevent it from turning into Jonestown. You know what I mean? Like, and I understand. That's how... I'm, like, the same way. You know what I mean? And and, and another part is, is how can you make it so that it's actually, like, the socially and economically marginalized that are taking a part of this rather than the trust fund babies who are like, you know what? I don't want to live in New York right on and the I, 40th floor yeah. anymore so you, know you know just I mean? they just buy like 500 acres right. of land and right. just build like in, in like Peru. really nice stuff right, yeah. right. <laughs> there's like 18 mansions right. on this 500 acres right. exactly. <laughs> and they have a bunch of golf carts and they're just exactly. chilling and they're like the helicopters are bringing stuff in and out right you know what i mean and they're like <laughs> but, oh i mean i wouldn't mind that <laughs> we're living off the land but we have like an Am- a dedicated amazon like <laughs> airline that's like checking us up every five days or whatever look the seeds be. are here right you know what i mean that type of stuff you know what i mean I, how do you prevent shipment that? of baby chicks mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like what you know and and your 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 tesla starlink you know what i mean satellite so that you can stay connected to the internet oh, and God. all of that i was in a spot i went to a spot that had this starlink and oh yeah like, out, yeah it was this guy who bought a whole bunch of the he bought a whole bunch of coastline actually and turned it into this little it was his mini mansion. Let's mm-hmm. just be real. This is where he lived, but it was also a wellness retreat with uh, a bunch of little like You didn't see those air quotes, folks. A bunch of little <laughs> like yeah. It was yo, that shit was a I'm sorry. That was a former that was a plantation vibe if I ever felt one. He had like this is British dude. Oh man. I don't um, mean to throw shit. Here we go. <laughs> the great white hope. And he was like he had like Dominican servants around oh dear. and groundskeepers Ugh. and all of that. And You're it was like, just very This is so like, obviously wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> yeah. This is very wrong. You know what I mean? And he was like, did he have a, a whole like hippy dippy vibe like like stuff was cool he did but he wasn't he wasn't rocking with your boy yeah like, that's he what i mean like, yeah. you know what i mean he had it he had it for he had a certain idea of what that meant and like i didn't fit in that paradigm you know what I mean? It, uh, like, mind you, this was an Airbnb, by the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, catering to um, white European tourists. Yeah, <laughs> I I definitely see where people was going there to like to do plant medicine retreats and other okay. things like that. I think that was kind of how that space was set up. This is why and we got here because you know he had like very limited internet or whatever the case may be, but like for him and i i guess the other spaces didn't have internet in there just to kind of keep you off the grid as much as possible and so it was really trying to push you towards that but yeah stuff like that always sounds to me like cultural vampirism because so you now you're doing wellness retreat using uh you know plant medicines and stuff so you're taking from all these other you know indigenous cultures around the world and now you're going to teach it like it's brand new information facts. just for you facts and then the, <laughs> we was already we was we was we was we was fire hot when he fed us dinner and he gave us like this whole vegan dinner 
and the rice had like sunflower seeds in it and all this type of stuff and the uh-huh. couscous was cold it was it was a very strange and we were looking at this and one of the things we kind of like mentioned was this is his idea of what he believes like living this wholeness and wellness lifestyle means is just not eat meat and put sunflower seeds in your in your right. You know what I mean? Like this is how you're like, what is going on I here? I have no We're idea. We're like an alternative happening. universe. So weird. It was very weird. Okay, on our compound we will have hot food. Okay. And the option if you want if you want meat, <laughs> man, sometimes you need meat. Sometimes yeah. you need like Yeah, wellness doesn't doesn't equate to meatless. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it don't. I mean, if that's your diet, that's how you that's roll. Fine, that's how yeah. you roll. But like for, like you, I'm a strapping young boy. Like I need, <laughs> like, I, need I need a protein. I need a burger. I need more than a sunflower a chicken seed. thigh or something. You know what I mean? Like give me something. <laughs> Stop playing with me. You know what I mean? Like for real, for real. But that was that was. Again, so that was an example of what not to do. Yeah, that's an example of what not to do. If you get like, because again, a lot of people have this idea of like getting this piece of land and carving it you know carving something out for your it's more for yourself it's, i think yeah, that's what you got to be honest a with capitalistic right. venture I, I think you got in be the honest. guise of a wellness retreat right if you if it was like yeah well the whole entire time i was just sitting there I was like yo i would love this spot and i would love to like restructure this in a way that like centered people of color and centered the history yeah. of this island like this landing place and where we're at right now and its significance on like on people of color and indigenous people for generations like finding a way to center that and like bring some healing because you know there's a need for that you know in 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 the country and to have a space for folks who live there for the locals to like retreat and to rest and you not even offer you offer them a job working in your kitchen <laughs> right. you know what i mean or or so others can be well. or maintaining this <laughs> he had a he had a sand garden you know what i mean like you know what i mean like main raking this sand you got you know a <laughs> <laughs> sand though it was a fire salt water pool i should show you the picture of me by the pool a salt water pool is something special it was lit i was like yo <laughs> and then he had like a platform it was like a concrete platform with like a yurt on it and it was so it was like a bed inside mm. the yurt so you were like pretty much outdoors you know what i mean i was like oh this is dope too but i was like yeah if there was i some had it fun, yeah there's great <laughs> elements but yeah. the vibe was not oh, right man it, man when we left when we left because we were gonna stay like an extra night but the vibe just was was awesome. Yeah, like we gotta get the f- out of here. Right, had to leave, <laughs> and the dude was like, and when we told him, I told him I was leaving. He was like, "Yeah, that's probably for the best." And I was, that's all oh, I heard. Wow. But he's, I know he said something else. Like, yeah, that's probably for the best, so you could be closer to the airport. But all I heard was that's probably for the best. <laughs> and I was just like, "You're like, you ain't saying nothing, but word. nothing, fam." Like, all right, <laughs> my bag is already packed in in the I car. Can't wait <laughs> like, to get I out can't here. wait. It's like the Twilight Zone right? over. I was here. like, you about to have me. <laughs> about to have me shirtless and in one of them burlap pants <laughs> out here raking your sand garden nah fam I'm nah, good I'm good I'm, I'm good. good kid thank you I got a blue passport stop playing with me you know what I mean I'm, you might as well treat me like a diplomat like uh uh-uh, uh no <laughs> nah tripping funny. <laughs> yeah but I mean that was that dude's idea of like having a little slice for himself and I think that like if for my visions for my dreams for my goals I'm definitely like wanting to make sure that there's space for everyone there. You know what I mean? Right. And that nobody gets a vibe like I'm creating my own little fight. Yeah, that dome. doesn't sound inclusive. No, 
just nice. sounded it just sounds like a spa retreat with a theme yo quite frankly Keen, but like it wasn't even that like if i, I was <laughs> like i was looking for the like nine the eight the seven thirty yoga there yeah. was none of that i was looking for like a, a 12 30 massage right. you know what i mean there was none of that like if you offered that then it was it'd be dope then it, and it, i would yeah. pay the extra for it you know what i mean like no problem but that wasn't even on the table you know what it mean? was just like here's some cold couscous breathe Breathe and taking the sights. Yo, I don't even want to get into the children because there were children there too. He had his kids there, and they was they was all with a, they all had European accents, but spoke like Dominican Spanish, which is different. different. Yeah, like this is homegrown Spanish, and we was like, what the. <laughs> we didn't know what was going on, and then there was like one brown kid there, and they was the. Yeah, it was weird. The, the European kids was like beefing with the brown. I was just like, I need to go. I need to because <laughs> this, like, is, this messing is the left my, enough for me. Yeah. Yo, we literally did like an ancestral prayer that morning before we left because we was like, we got to do something for the <laughs> spirits that are here. <laughs> yeah, so we there's cu- some real unrest in yo, this space. We cut up a whole bunch of fruit and we like took like some prayers and some intentions to the seaside and we like sat there for a good hour and a half and prayed for our ancestors and like acknowledged that space we just had to do that you know what i mean it was just like it was was necessary this right here is necessary you know what i mean like something happened here something's going on here and like we just want to make sure that our people are good the vibe was not right i was so off (laughs) but i honestly I, i keep saying that i needed that you know what i mean and i needed to see that mostly because of the conversation that we're having now about living off the land and reciprocity and about how land is power and about this conversation about how even still there's this like struggle to obtain and acquire the land and still use it for these very like dark i mean i wouldn't say dark but these very selfish purposes and like self-centered purposes and so when we're thinking about land and reciprocity and coming together and like finding that relationship and that loop between like sowing and harvesting and planting and growing and and kind of that cycle when we're thinking about that yeah i don't know if that was there you know what i mean like well then what do you feel what do you think about things like um just the land use like a city like holyoke has a lot of land that that it owns that's like our state parks and um it's it's being preserved Mm -hmm. um we can't you know farm it we can't use it in that way but these are spaces where you know they are for the public to be used as trails and you know outdoor spaces and to you know help um help some of the the wildlife survive at least a little bit you know yeah i i think i i think that those spaces are good but they don't always feel so invitational and it doesn't necessarily feel like you always a part of it so again for me it's about trying to figure out how can community members be at whatever table or in whatever space so that they can be decision makers and kind of say how the space is used so oftentimes we build things that we say are for others Mm -hmm. and and like that guy with his little fiefdom included so so oftentimes we build things that we say are for others but we have such strict rules as to how that space could be utilized and how, that it's not really for everyone. It's, it's not just really for, for everyone. everyone who wants to take a walk. Or who's willing to even <laughs> follow these rules, right? right yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Who's willing to see this space for mm-hmm. what we want it to be and, like, enjoy it for that 
for for those purposes right. yo we went to <laughs> was that one one little i don't want to keep going back to this trip but we was at one little um like condo or whatever air, another airbnb and <laughs> there was this out of control there were out of control signs all over this place and you could tell it was a type of spot it was new mm-hmm. it just got built and it was trying to outline all of these like rules as to how this space is to be utilized and like how much noise you can actually make and it was really speaking to like the culture the locals who yeah. will play music till 2 33 o'clock in the morning yeah. you know what i mean it's just how it's we like, get down it's kind of saying we don't want your kind here you know, like it was a little bit of that. It yeah. was a little bit of that, and like, we like, don't want you. This is for tourists. This is not for locals. Right, right, Ugh. and that that kind of vibe. You icky. know what I mean? And icky. it was icky, but we, you know, it's whatever. Because no, I was like, this is why nobody's in here. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's too this, many rules. This is why this Airbnb is so cheap anyway. Because y'all got too nobody many rules. To nobody here. wants to be here. <laughs> you like, know what I mean? This is only for sleeping, right? <laughs> Yo, so we went to the pool. <laughs> And there was literally a sign about all the the pool rules. Don't you jump kinda, in the pool. You kind of, that kind of thing. <laughs> then, the one that got me was no salacious acts. <laughs> it was about like no hugging, no kissing. <laughs> like in the Do pool. Do not come to this Airbnb <laughs> with your partner. Like don't, no, no don't couples think, allowed. Don't think this is going to be romantic, guys. <laughs> this is not happening. I know you this thought pool. this was going to be a romantic Airbnb, but it's not. It's not. You got the right. This is for sleeping. <laughs> sleeping only. As a matter of fact, we should have put two beds in here for your, for you your couples. You don't get to sleep together even if you're a couple. Nope. In fact, the None rooms are so small, each person gets their own. Each person gets their own. You know what? You know, matter of fact, we give you separate bathrooms too. So that, like, there's just no reason why y'all should ever cross we over. We actually just want one person at a time staying here by themselves right. who, really who doesn't want to socialize with any strangers right. and will n- and hates music you gotta hate music do not wake up in the, the morning music put, haters hostel right, right. <laughs> do not put no music on none of that you know what i mean like oh yeah. my goodness i was in there chilling anyway i didn't care you know what i mean like i already know like ain't nobody here like this whole nobody cares this whole like, seventh floor of this building like there's probably like five people that live in this and they're all looking and, at the 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 rule sign like, like why are there so many rules? Right. There's like, nobody there's even nobody here. Nobody here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do you want to keep quiet? Right. I don't understand. We all quiet. Like, you can't hear my music anyway. Like, I'm playing music. I'm trying to get you to hear me. I'm just screaming out for help. You know what I mean? But there's nobody here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, but that 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 kind of spot where you have all of those rules and then people and then that's that's how people look at them. People just end up confused by them. They're like, well, who exactly do you want to use this park? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you want this space to actually be utilized? Yeah. You know I feel that mean? way about. I personally feel that way about our state parks a lot of times because, like, the things I want to do, like. You know, I think there needs to be spaces for people to like go four wheeling or for kids if they want to like do some whatever running mm-hmm. through the woods and picking off the trees and building like a fort or whatever the kind of thing you want to do. But in the state parks, you can't really do anything. Nah. You can look at them. Nah, but I'd be drinking in state parks all the time. I just, <laughs> I just snitched on myself. That's one I always of my wanna, favorite things. I only want to go to state parks when you can swim there. Yeah. What do you, I hate you, it when you never can swim there, right? Yeah, well, a lot, like ours here have reservoirs, so obviously you can't swim in the reservoirs. But sometimes I'm just like, why did we even come here? I can't go in that water. Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna look at just the water? Look at it. It's don't hot. You, don't you think about it? Just it's look hot at outside. It. I want to go just in the water. It. Nope. Yeah. Well, yeah. We like. I like to. I like to have a beer and go on a hike at the same time, yeah. and then I'm just looking at the sign like, cheers. <laughs> I went walking. somewhere to meet people to go hiking. I brought you know 
the tiny our tiny dogs you know mm-hmm. they're really uh, ruthless and ferocious yeah. right yeah the bird killers so, <laughs> so, so we get in the woods and i'm like it's you know we're hiking they're good dogs they're not gonna go anywhere i let them loose and we come upon this like area and there's suddenly um all these people like that were gardening i don't know i don't understand it but we sort of came into the back of a neighborhood i guess mm, mm. <clears throat> and you know of course our dogs are really friendly so they run over there's people like like you know growing tomatoes mm-hmm, and putzing mm-hmm. around in the gardens and they're like you need to put your dogs on a leash and i'm like okay yes but also i thought i was hiking in the right. woods hey, i didn't know i ended <laughs> I up in but they were like really though. mad at me and i've got these dogs that are like 14 mm-hmm. pounds and, and they're like hey look people you know and yeah. they're like oh your dogs are so cute but you have to put them on a leash yeah you should because them dogs are like they're cute <laughs> but they also are very mean and they like <laughs> They're going to lick you to death. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> eat all the ice cream you off know. my face. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. I just thought that was interesting. You know, it's like the one time, because I rarely, I'm not a big outdoors person. I'm not big into hiking and stuff. Like my outdoor activities include like beach, you know, ocean outdoor activities. Yeah. Nothing I'm one that of those. makes you sweat too much. I mean, <laughs> I don't mind sweating. I just don't want to be dirty. I don't like bugs. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. But. I found myself like, oh, I'm doing this thing. This is great for the dogs. They're like having a ball. They're running around. And then I'm told they have to go on the leash. I'm like, well, why would I bring my dogs out in the woods and put them on a leash? Right. <laughs> like, right. Facts. Anyway. But you know that you got to follow the rules, Coco. You can't have I haven't these. been back since. So yeah, well, that's, that to, yeah. to your point, mm-hmm. I don't want to follow those rules. Yeah, so see? I just don't go. You just want to <laughs> use the space for how you think you should use the space. I just want to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's not allowed. Oh, well, I guess I just won't go. I feel like this segment went on way longer than we <laughs> thought it was. Like, I think I think uh, our reciprocity chat is, is coming to an end. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I don't think we made a point. I, well, I think the point is, is like, you know, just kind of talking about various examples of living yeah. off the land and things that things to not do for those eight listeners that like are trying to keep up as to what we were talking about. You know what I mean? And that like. Yes, we can live off the land. It's possible. No, you don't have to do it like Terry and live in a tent and eat like a cowboy. But if you want to, that's some. You also don't have to build a mansion right. on you, 500 acres. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Yeah. And you can you can also like create space that is shared for other people. Like you can have your own peace and solitude on this land and and make space for others yeah. to have it, too. And I think that that's possible. And there are examples of that, too that we didn't necessarily get into because <laughs> maybe we'll continue next. yeah maybe we'll continue yeah. but i think the conversation about reciprocity could continue too yeah so, yeah ongoing for yeah sure. ongoing coco that was great i appreciate yeah. you <laughs> 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 all right we're gonna both laugh at ourselves we'll be all right, right back but, yeah <laughs> hey terry what's up coco what you know about made in holyoke um i've seen the hoodies what's up made in holyoke is pretty cool um It's not new, although it seems like all of a sudden you see the hoodies everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But they just launched their website. So now everybody can get a hoodie. You used to have to know somebody. Right. You had to know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. Right. And then you might get a hoodie Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. that somebody told somebody that you was getting a hoodie. Wow. Yeah. These was exclusive. This was the exclusive. I mean, they were for the masses because like unless you were in the mix, Mm -hmm. you know, unless you were a personal friend of the Made in Holyoke movement, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you probably didn't get a hoodie. But um, Made in Holyoke launches its website. It's at MadeInHolyoke.com. And um, 
it's a vision that was procured by the late Justin Chavez. He was a local activist and rapper who passed away recently. And um, he's done a lot of like work in the city and proceeds from sales of the hoodies, not full proceeds, but like a percentage of the proceeds goes to various organizations nice. and keeping his memory alive because he did so much for the city. That's what's up. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I really like it. Well, I have to go support that legacy. I forgot about Stop it. Stop talking, Sorry. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Perry. What's up, Coco? I'm so here. Oh, man. I miss being on this show. It's really fun. Yeah. And we laugh a lot. We laugh a lot and we have great conversations. Yeah, it's good. And we talk about good things. I think so. Our eight listeners are just going to be so They're going to be like, oh my God, they're back. <laughs> we might get like nine and a half after yeah, this. Five of them were related. Dude. Right. <laughs> right. Our five relatives like who listen. Cousins and aunties are out there listening. Thank but, you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the support, Thank guys. you for helping us go viral. <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, so... It's the holidays. Mm-hmm. You like Christmas music. Mm-hmm. I also like Christmas music, but I like special Christmas music. Okay. Tell me about your special Christmas music. Well, growing up, mm-hmm. we were an MTV kind of household. Mm-hmm. And my mom's, well, my mom's German, so we listened to a lot of like new wave, you know, in the 80s and in the 90s, a lot of like, you know, European pop and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so at some point... Pop stars started making these Christmas albums. Mm. And so every Christmas we would have whatever one came out that year. <laughs> so we have like tons of these like Christmas CDs from like, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. Yes, yes. And they are like, they're like everybody Madonna, George Michael, Michael Jackson, mm. you know, um, NXS, U2. You know, like all the all those like bands and pop icons from the time period. Um, and so I have to say that when I think about Christmas, I automatically think about these albums and mm-hmm. my mom playing them in the background. <laughs> and like definitely like one of my all time favorites is definitely like Madonna's Santa Baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Okay. It's like I feel like that one's a little creepy, but okay, that well, song itself is just like a it's little. It's a little creepy, but Madonna's like got got the like she puts the like sex appeal on yeah. it, and it's just really cute. Um, I really like it. And then you um, two had a feed the world song. You know, they always do like a you know save Africa mm-hmm. album or the tour. whole entire continent, mm-hmm. not recognizing that there's actually fifty four yeah. individual nations. This right, they're Africa. just they always want to save Africa, Africa. which which is really nice. But yeah. they had the feed the world you know song that came out on one of the Christmas albums that was very sweet. Mm-hmm. And and so I like when I think of Christmas, I hear those songs in my head. Um, another one is like uh, Winter Wonderland by the Eurythmics. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was probably good. Oh, it's bomb. It's a lot. You know, so it's like they bring their own vibe into it. So mm-hmm. it's not just it's not just Christmas music. It's like the Christmas music you know and love, mm. but it's dope. But it's dope. Yeah. So that's kind of like I didn't grow up with my Christmas memories are really there are other senses. I can't. Okay. Um, I felt like. There was an Adams Family movie that came out <laughs> around Christmas time hmm. one year in the 90s. No idea. Maybe. I feel like, because I just have a memory of watching like the Adams Family on like Christmas Eve or the week of Christmas. Of all the movies, the Adams Family. <laughs> right. And I, and I just have a memory of like 
us watching the movie and my aunts and my grandmother like baking cookies and the Christmas tree is all lit up with the the old school light bulbs yeah. with the giant the giant old school <laughs> ones. I miss those so much. And yeah, it's just like but I don't remember any music. Like you don't remember grandma, any music? I don't think we had I mean like my grandma we had a bunch of different music the radio was playing, so whatever was on the radio probably yeah. was what, what was being played, but it wasn't until like maybe in my twenties, my mid twenties that I got into like ironic not i would listen to it because it was ironic but if i were being honest with myself at the time it was because i actually really did enjoy it you know what i mean because i was just like oh i'm gonna listen to this weird obscure christmas album that nobody's ever heard of but it was just an excuse (laughs) this is just an excuse because i actually really enjoyed it um so on my list i mean like i got some classics like the james brown funky Mm. christmas i Mm. really love that album like (laughs) but all like you know all of these it's kind of to your point all of these artists always did christmas albums yeah and in like whatever genre you know what i mean like whatever harry connick jr has a bunch of christmas stuff but there's also christmas rap albums too you know what what i mean and (laughs) like really hardcore rappers are like you know what i'm gonna drop a christmas run run dmc i think snoop might be on one you know what i mean on a couple christmas i think run dmc is one on one of these albums that i'm talking about (laughs) from growing up so yeah people was doing it and then i think one of the things that like what I'm on to now is I'm trying to like dive deeper into like reggae Christmas. Oh, interesting. Because it's like a, a whole other energy now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like reggae music meets Christmas. It's not snowing in Jamaica, but like, here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, here we are singing of the first Noel and like, you know what I mean? Walking in a winter wonderland or whatever the case may be. All right, cool. Bet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited because um, I, and this whole, this will air after this event, so that's kind of unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a Christmas party happening at Fame, and Ma- Matt Crafting is spinning all Christmas vinyl. Oh, dope! So, and that's Saturday night, and so um, I'm I'm already curious about what's going to be played because I'm sure it's going to be quite quite an interesting mix of stuff, and I think it'll bring out a lot of people who. Like, like we do have some Christmas music nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Just some, I mean, yeah, it's all the same songs, you know what I mean? But it's just, you know, having your, having your favorite artist sting or somebody like yeah. that sing it is just different. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always going to Jacob Miller's Natty Christmas though. That, that one I will tell you about. I'll, I'll probably end up posting about, I've already posted the James Brown one. <laughs> but you know it's christmas season when i start listening to that and it's like it's what you expect from reggae christmas music all i want for christmas is some collie herb like that's it you know what i mean like it's what you expect <laughs> like, that's great yeah it's it's beautiful it's beautiful <laughs> i i also feel like sometimes though like christmas comes too soon man it's coming way too fast like this year has kind of been quick I think, and, but know. every year is quicker and quicker. You know what I mean? I like I Halloween, it gets like there's no real y'all ain't playing Halloween tracks like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? You might get a hot weekend with playing some scary sounds, and then the next thing you know, we move right into Christmas yeah, music. Yeah, we you know skip I mean? right over Thanksgiving. There's no holidayness. I mean, but what's the sound of Thanksgiving but genocide? You know what I mean? So, 
<laughs> so is there any music? It's just, the, the sound of Thanksgiving is right. screams and screams. then silence. Right, right. Absolute morning. Screams followed Wailing. by silence. Right, right. That's not really so funny. That's not really funny. It's not. It's not. It's messed up. <laughs> like, I can't believe I said that. Y'all, y'all, I apologize. I apologize. But I'm just saying, there ain't no Thanksgiving music. You know what I and mean? And there shouldn't be. And there shouldn't be. There's, you're exactly I right. I can't believe I brought that up. I'm so yeah, bad. I'm sorry. Like, I'm you, sorry. I'm kept sorry. it going. Like, I was like, wow, we just got dark. <laughs> That's what happens when we don't get together for a while. Right. We just lose Forget who we are for a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, all I, right. I, yeah. So that's it. I will I will try to put together a little playlist that we could yeah. share. Get those those uh those Christmas song links up and uh new podcast links and uh hopefully you're if you're listening and you wanna come and join us and talk about something and you want to talk about something very serious, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we can you, be serious if you want. But if you want to giggle, if you just want to okay. have a little giggle fest right now, like actually I feel like this upcoming city council is going to give us a lot to laugh about, a lot to cry about too, but a lot to laugh about. And so if you want to just get that off your chest, <laughs> you your face. Just <laughs> get that off your chest, pull up. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, <laughs> You Other could, people can come in and talk. About right, it. you could come and talk to me about it. I'll, I'll just walk out. Yeah, well, Coco will just leave. You know what <laughs> I mean? She's first of all, she doesn't want this anybody to get confused, like you know whether or not this is you know quorum or whatever. Just like we're not on any things together. There's no quorum here. I'm saying though, you know what I mean? But you know, you got some you got some slick ones in there right now. Some violating say, open meeting right, law by yeah, having a podcast. By having a podcast. <laughs> So you just we're talking about public information, folks. Mm-hmm. That's recorded. Yeah. On yeah. video. On video. <laughs> just saying. But you never know. People like to get it's tricky on the website. People... It's on the Holyoke website. Like you can find everything oh, that's said. You just have to take a long time to find it because the meetings are like four hours long. Yeah. That's why you got a gang, folks. You got to double time them. You know what yeah, I mean? It's bad. So it's that bad. way you can feed your kids and put them to bed or whatever the case may be. Or like just walk your dog or something yeah. i don't know ride the bus yeah you can ride, ride the bus, the bus. to palmer <laughs> <laughs> by the time you get home just take it in a loop by the time you get home this, the meeting will still be on right. this, <laughs> it'll be great like, wow i just went to boston and mm-hmm. back and you guys are still I'm on the still same talking. topic still agenda nine you know what i mean <laughs> item nine still Thanks, Terry. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you guys are going far in this world. Yeah. Oh man, Coco, it was great catching up with you yeah, again. Yeah, awesome to see you. I'm so happy we got it together. Yeah, and maybe you know, maybe next time we'll do a little bit better each time. You yeah, know? that's how we'll do it. Okay. All right, well, we're out. <laughs> Have a good week. Thanks for Whatever. listening, y'all. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us today on adventures in organized chaos. I'm still Coco. And I'm Terry. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time. Bye. (laughs)